there it goes. Everybody look up and watch out. It's Keep Up with Sylvan Insane. I'm here with the rest of the Keep Up crew. Let's get into some motherfucking shoutouts. You'll shake a not stir. It's time for some motherfucking shoutouts. Here we go, here we go. My man Izzy, yo, I have known you for a while, and I love the come up. I love all my friends that get on the come up. You were talking with freaking Yumi Kim, and now your boys in New York is as big as ever, to be honest. It's left a bunch of brands you, in the man. shadow. Big fan, big fan. We'll get into that. Um, let's get into your shout out. Who are you shouting out this week, please? Oh, shout out to one of my good homies, Josh Stark. He has a brand at Lower B Side. Nice, nice. Uh, what was that little anecdote? Are you allowed to talk about that? Are you like on retainer? Are you his lawyer? Like, I know. Oh, that, like, I mean, I guess. Well, it's it, 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 um, he was getting he got sued from a Josh. Am I allowed to talk about it? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I guess because now it's all good to go. Because it, it, it took, good job, Josh. It took good a long job. time Fight the man. Fight to, the man. To, to, to get the name back, but there's this dude in the um in the I won't say his name, but okay. in the East Village, who apparently trademarked um anything that had to do with the Lower East Side, um and sued a bunch of people. Like a bunch of people. He even sued The Gap. He sued Eric Pastel. Um, he tried Damn. to sue Kanye West. Um, so yeah, he's a marked man. <laughs> Cause, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he tried to sue a few, uh, a few street guys that really don't care for the yeah. courts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wonder if he still lives in New York. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, wow. He does. Wow. He does. He lives right here in the East Village. Oh, my God. <laughs> he lives wow. right here in the East Village. So my homie just got the name back. Good so now, for him, man. You know, he's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. There we go, man. Yep. That's a perfect that shout-out. a long time, though. Right? And that's a dope-ass yep. story. Shout-out to him. Lower B-Side. Here we go. All right. Boys of New York and the Lower B-Side. You know it. Word up. But the fault lies in all of... What the fuck happened? And here we are. We are at the portion of viral news. This is a show of cliches and viral news, or whichever one you want to call it. Viral news and cliches. It doesn't fucking matter. Let's get into Wall Street and Reddit. Now, who knew that those things mixed? You got a bunch of nerds on Reddit, and they're calling AMC to go down. They're calling GameStop to go down. They're calling BlackBerry to go down. Basically, if you really want a long story short, no pun intended... Uh, hedge fund managers are not the only people that can short the economy. People on Reddit, they make calls just like anybody else they did to the housing market. They called AMC, which is not really viable, just like Blockbuster, and they made it seem like if if it went down enough, if like the, the value of it went down enough, they would be able to sell that stock and be able to make a profit, just like Wall Street does, but the government yep. came swooping down and said no to that. Robin Hood is getting fucked. Stephen Cohen... The guy that owns the Mets, he is a big hedge fund manager. This guy's getting debt threats because of the things that he has done to halt the regular man by getting money from Wall Street. Are you a stock trader at all, uh, Izzy? Do you did you lose any money during this? Are you uh, <laughs> are you into the GameStop uh, Bro, it, fucking pandemonium? It, it's, it's so funny you ask that because I just I probably about three four months ago I downloaded Rob, the Robinhood app. Oh, but I'm not a stock person. I'm not a stock either. person at all. I need to be though. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I know if if, it, if if the tab turns red, 
uh, I buy it. If the tab turns green, I sell it. That's all I know. Oh, dope. <laughs> That's what all I know, you? dude. But I was, uh, you know, but other than that, I don't know shit about fucking stocks. You Me know, too. I just put some money in Bitcoins and I'm hoping those oh, $20 turn into a million dollars through Cash okay. App. Nice. Oh, yeah, they do. They do accept that. I think Venmo does yeah. Bitcoin also. I don't know if I believe in Bitcoin, yeah. but I definitely believe in cryptocurrency. I definitely believe that there's going to be a universal cryptocurrency out there one day. Who knows if it'll be Bitcoin? Oh, for sure. Definitely. But um, as far as investment-wise, I am slacking, man. It doesn't matter if it's Bitcoin. It doesn't matter if it's Forex. It doesn't matter if it's Charles Schwab. It doesn't matter if it's anything like that. I am too old not to be doing that. I need to start investing. Right. Bro, my one of my good friends, one of my good friends just told me um, he knows someone who's in jail who just made about twenty thousand dollars off of off of the uh, off of stocks. Oh shit! Because he's not doing anything else. All he's doing is is stocks, and he made about twenty thousand dollars a month in jail. Meanwhile, when the Wall Street collapse happened, the housing bubble, nobody went to jail under Obama. And I'm an Obama fan, but that, but that, that sucked. And, I, and even though I read his book, he said that there was a reason why that didn't happen. You know, it was a bipartisan reason, and his whole election was based on bipartisan, whatever, if you want to accept that reason. But um, as far as, like you just said, even with Nancy Pelosi, she, she bought stocks into Tesla, and that was hedging against us. And there was a few senators right before Corona that did a lot of bets against the economy. But yet the regular man can't. So I don't blame anybody that is upset about this. Um, shout out to my boy, Justin. He's on top of this. He's a big trader and all that kind of stuff. Um, I need to get more into it. Uh, the regular person, and I hate to say they because, you know, it sounds conspiracy. Right. That type of shit. But I, I feel like because it's with all that jargon and, and you know, with the, the, um, the ticker and all that, and it, it seems right. like – that a novice can't get it and stuff like that. I think that's done on purpose. So whatever, we'll we'll get into it. Right, it's right. Never too late. It's never too late. All right, Donald Trump. Uh, in a couple weeks or even a week, he's going to get impeached again. Or so, not really. He's probably not. Uh, he did get impeached. It's just that he's not going to be um, confirmed by the Senate. And the Senate did that right. to Clinton. The Senate, I believe, did that to Andrew Jackson as well. And uh, not Nixon because Nixon resigned before it could even get to the Senate. But he actually got wind that he was not going to receive enough votes. So that's probably why he took him down on that one. But like I said, Donald Trump, his whole entire legal team left. There is a dispute whether Trump was at odds with them. But a lot of reports say, this one is from ABC News, that they just flat out left. They were just like, yo, you, because a lot of because a lot of the um, the trial is going to have to do with election fraud. And that was a lot to do. And Trump wants that to be part of his defense. And the lawyers are just like, we can't build it around that kind of case. Are you familiar with this at all, Izzy? Are you just tired of the fucking orange man like me? Yes, I just I just heard about this. Uh, uh, I just heard about this earlier today, actually. So I'm not into politics at all. Um, uh, you know, I was I was raised uh, to as a Democrat, right? Um, but I never really paid attention to politics until actually last year. Um, and who caught my attention was Donald Trump. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not uh, for Donald Trump, and I'm also not for Biden. Uh, I'm not for anyone at all. I feel like the whole thing is just, you know, it's all politics at the end of the day. 
um, uh, no one has no one has the real people's interest. Um, but I do think that they're screwing Donald Trump up. I feel um, I'm one of those people that you can consider a conspiracy theorist. Oh, um, okay. I've been waiting for uh, one of those I, to get yeah, to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm one, you know, I, I, I see what's right from wrong. I, I just feel like people are not doing their research and um, people are just so quick to jump into something because the majority of the other people are doing it. You know, I feel like, uh, he, I, I, I think he knows, he knows a lot and they're trying to make him seem like he's crazy. Right. Um, he, you know, he, he does need to have more sympathy and empathy for people, you know, as a president, you know, who's running a world. Um, but I think they're doing him. I think, I think they're, they're doing too much. Gotcha. They're doing too much. You know, they're doing too much. Um, the media plays a huge role in how uh, they make people and how they make people turn out to to look at something that they're not. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 kind of glad he is out, but I'm also not happy that Biden is in. Well. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, not even to piggyback on that. I totally agree with you. Uh, I don't like Biden. He was my fifth choice. I've said that on the show before. My biggest choice, obviously, is well, obviously for me, not for you, but it's always going to be Bernie. I wish Bernie was my president right now, but it's okay. He's in charge of the. He was going to be in charge of the labor force, but no, now he's in charge of the budget. So, the only reason why I wanted Biden is because a lot of the people that I do enjoy get to operate under him. So, like AOC. Bernie Sanders, Tulsa Gabbard. Um, there's a there's a lot of people on the Democratic side that I actually enjoy. There's some people on the, the Republican side that I enjoy too. I like Larry Sharp. I like uh, Mitt Romney a little bit. You know, I don't hate him. He's okay. I used to like McCain. Um, there's a few out there. This, this, they're not that bad. Not, you know, not bad on each side. But um, as, Trump, as far as Trump is concerned, I don't care what uh, party he's from. Wasn't about him. And um, as far as like you saying that he knows a lot of things, I'm I can't wait for that day because you know when they come out with like presidential libraries or memoirs and stuff like that, I would definitely like to read that because I don't think that he can read that well to be honest. I don't think there's there's, there's all types of there's all types <laughs> of there's all types of intelligent officials, not even the media. Like John Bolton was his national uh, security advisor, NSA head of the NSA, and he said that people had to bring in briefs on one page because he would lose interest. Like, and they said, like, he, they would have to put in bullet points. And totally sometimes he would go, sometimes he would go, not even just on that one page, he goes, he would get bored and he goes, okay, well, let's get to the action section. Like, what are we going to do? And you can, like, put, you can, like, uh, flip that and be like, oh, he's a man that just knows what he wants to do. But again, John Bolton served in George W. Bush, and that guy is not considered a real smart guy either. And he never said that guy couldn't read, he said right. Trump couldn't read. Right. <laughs> and he's not the only one. Rex Tillerson was the Secretary of State. There's a bunch of people that, that confirmed that uh, Gates, all of them, uh, Panetta, they all agree. Well, not Panetta, sorry, he wasn't around. But they all agree that they had to put things on memos for him because he just he just wouldn't read news briefs. Wow. He just wouldn't read briefs. And they said most of his uh, stuff that he would get was from cable news. Most of the things that, like, they would want to, like, wow. if they wanted to bring it to his attention, they would be like, okay, hopefully Fox and Friends will talk about it because we can't reach this motherfucker. So, yeah, my bad. I'm not a fan. Uh, anyway, so 
Right now, there is a compromise. Uh, so you're not into politics, but right now there's a compromise for the COVID bill. Right now, Biden wants a $1.9 trillion bill. And uh, Mitt Romney and a bunch of other senators came together. I'll read that, actually. I don't, I don't know the rest of them. Let's see. Why not? Why read off some bad information? Oh, damn. I got a new phone, so they're, like, trying to give me that's some bullshit. Okay, here we go. We have Lisa Murkowski. We have Mitt Romney. We have Rob Portman. We have Susan Collins. She's always a fan favorite. That woman almost got voted out. But anyway, they're all trying to come to Biden, and they're like, hey, you're spending too much. And they've been saying that for the last eight months. And so they want to give a bipartisan bill. I don't know if that's really going to work because right now they have a majority of the House. They have the Senate. They have the House of Representatives. And they have the executive branch. So a resolution might be coming. I don't think that it's going to be a compromise. Do you think that we should be spending more? Or do you think that we should be doing less as far as helping people with COVID relief in this country? Um. Do I think we should be spending more or doing less? Well, I mean, I worded that funny, but it should it should be, should we be doing uh, more or should we be doing less? Should we be, like, just more conservative about it and wait I and see approach? Doing, I think we're doing way too much. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, I understand, I understand COVID does exist, but I think the reaction, I, I, not the reaction, but the way people are going about it, I think they're just doing way too much. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, you know, gotcha. I mean, it's sad. I mean, just, just like as a business owner, you know, yes, it's unfortunate. Um, it's an unfortunate situation. But we're losing so much. People are losing, the economy is losing so much money, losing so much work, so much jobs. 38 you know, billion. it's just sad to see that. 38 billion, I believe. Uh, yeah. So far. It, the world economy too, and, and the world labor like, force, and then and then uh, the top corporations made it le- at like more than thirty eight billion themselves. So you're right; it's been a redistribution. Of it's wealth. sad to see. Like it's sad to see, especially out here in New York, all these like you know you invest so much into your business, right, for it just to be shut down. And to me, it doesn't make sense that they're not allowing anyone into the restaurants. But they're allowing these restaurants to build outside restaurants. Yeah, that one's funky too. And people are sitting in these little cubicles the same way they would sit inside. No, I agree with you. I, I don't. I don't think there's any right way to do it. Uh, we've talked about it on the show before. Uh, we're in like really unprecedented territory. If I do believe, if we were going to do one or the other, we should have committed. So if it went, if we were going to do herd mentality and like keep everything open, um, I wish all fifty states had done that. Or if we were going to do a lockdown, I wish we all would have did that, and then we would all got, got quarantined. At least we would have known which one would have worked. You know what I'm saying? Like at least we would have been like, but that's not how this country works. Right. This country likes to get things wrong ten times before they try to do the right thing. So, like, I, I, I don't blame you for feeling that way at all. I do not feel – I feel like we should be doing a lot, but I don't disagree with you. The bureaucracy has been a piece of shit, no matter who's running it either. And I did not think that it was Right, like it's not consistent. Better. I didn't think it was going to get much better with Biden either. And to be honest, even Trump, Trump, like, even though he didn't make it easy for the governors, he wasn't in charge of every state. Right. But there was, again, in the same breath, he did not make a national plan. And I think a president should have did that and not fight against – any, I get that, like, you know, you want to be your president. You don't need to listen to everything. But I don't think during a pandemic that's the time to fight with science. 
Right, that's the thing. He didn't have no type of structure at all. Yeah, and like throwing Bill Gates in there, all the type of shit. I get, I get people. I get why people want to be upset and they want to like you know throw someone to the wind and all the type of shit. But like now is not the time. We need to get through this. You want to like label it the China virus. You want to do all these little cute things. That's cool. I, I want to get at it. If you if you want to say that ninety nine percent, oh one percent, this and that, and I get that. I get that. It's a low number. A pandemic officially is three to four percent. But tell that to somebody dying in the hospital. Tell it to somebody on a respirator that's not old, that's below 50. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to be like 1%. I would love to – yeah, that not you, not you per se, but people that go on Twitter and all that kind of shit and, and are all bold and shit, I want them to go in the hospital and, like, tell that to somebody that's dying. It's only 1%. There's not that many people dying. I would love to see that. that would, I want to see how that turns out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, right now uh, Russia is going some some shit, and to be honest, it was kind of induced by Biden. Biden gave support to Navalny, and he is an opponent of Putin. And we know what happens to opponents of Putin. Uh, there are actually nobodies. After <laughs> the only thing that uh, the only person that didn't get prosecuted was the old owner of the Nets, and that's probably because he was way too high profile. But this guy right now, he has been in jail, he's been in exile, and they have been protesting against Putin to try to let him out. Ugh, is it the same old shit every day? Just a different country over there, uh, is he? <laughs> yep, yep, that's it. Same old shit. Just a different country. <laughs> right, that should be a T-shirt. Now, I didn't t-shirt. hear about this. Oh, you did? Oh, tell me. Tell me more. Tell no. me more. No, I didn't hear about this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so let's get back into that article for you. But I do know it's the same old shit, just a different country. <laughs> yeah, even though we don't have Snowden and Assange uh, locked up, they basically are, even though they're, they're in exile. They're, they're, they have to have... Um, right. What's it called? Amnesty. They have to be. They have to be granted amnesty as a refugee, pretty much. So we do. We do the same thing. Right. We, anybody that's really so the NSA, like I said before, uh, well, that's the difference. That's a national security advisor. But as far as the prism, where Snowden uh, ratted out Obama's administration for spying on us, I, I consider that a hero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And same thing with Assange. Even though like he blew it up on different sides. And it was, like, really weird, all the information that was coming out. I still think he was on our side, too. I still think he's a patriot also. I don't think he's as much as Eric Snowden. But whatever. Let's get on to some pop culture. How dare you? She's a nice lady. What the fuck did I hear? What the fuck? Rest in peace, Sophie. Do you listen to Sophie at all, Izzy? No, I just found out about her for the first time. No way. I thought you went a little bit, to be honest. I know you're a big little Kim fan, but I also know that you're, like, you're on the Lower East Side. So, like, you hear a lot of house. You hear a lot of electronic. Yeah, so she's done songs with Charlie XX, Madonna, Vince Staples. So that's why I'm surprised you haven't heard her. She's great. She's all over the place. Um, Yeah, she died recently. She was. I think it's crazy how she died. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. So crazy how she died. Hell yeah! No, uh, let's let's get into let's let's look into the specific on that actually. Because actually, I don't know how she died. I know that she's uh, no, she's like Scottish, I believe, from like Glasgow or something. They said she she climbed, she climbed, but they didn't say exactly what she climbed. But she climbed to, I guess, get a closer look of like the moon or the stars, oh, yeah. and she <laughs> fell. I mean, that's not funny. The only reason why I'm laughing right, is because we were talking about 
because you were talking about Trump before, I, I envisioned him looking at the, <laughs> the solar eclipse when you said that. I was like, damn. But um, as far as her, no, that's sad. That's sad. No, she actually, in my Wait, opinion, just... has contributed a lot more. And so that sucks. Uh, let's get on to, uh, not to, again, rest in power to Sophie. No, no. Go ahead. But T.I., let's get to everybody's favorite uh, gynecologist, oh, uh, Mr. T.I. and T.I. <laughs> right now, uh, they're in trouble again, again, whether it's guns, whether it's drugs, wow. whether it's whatever you like. Who knows? Yo, and I said this to one of my homegirls. I'm like, that's what you get for wiping an ugly chick because you got to do some all types of extra shit just to get off. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy was having threesomes and shit, and on top of just getting caught, so someone – um, her name is what is her name? Her name is Sabrina, and Sabrina used to have some mm-hmm. frequent sex parties with these guys, swinging it out, swinging it out. And uh, the former uh, escape singer Tiny and uh, Ti, the rapper, supposedly br- brought a gun to her head during one of their sessions. And so during uh, while she was squealing about this situation, she started uh, revealing more, and now they're investigating him for sex trafficking. Uh, for harboring prostitutes, for uh, yeah, basically channeling in and out right. sex workers. So I had this little uh, thing with my sister. My sister was trying to, you know, it's so funny. I know the, uh, I don't even know what the term mansplain is for a woman because she was trying to tell me what uh, sex trafficking was, the difference between prostitution. I'm like, I know the difference. Like, I don't know why. Like, you're at the, she didn't believe, yeah, she didn't believe. Like, she thought like he was just like some John or something like that. I'm like, no, home girl, no, he is fucking funneling these bitches out. And, yeah, so I'm not surprised because this guy is always attached to some racketeering shit. What you think about my man T.I.? Yep. So for years there was rumors of um, – because I, I – like I used to know a lot of people in the industry, but there was rumors for years that everyone in the industry was doing this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but specifically with him and, and Tiny, there were rumors that they always had um, – they always had threesomes, you know? Uh, and she was always just like his ride-or-die chick. Um, it's hard to say whether it's true or not. You know, what they do behind closed doors, it's cool. Like, that's their business. But I was hearing a lot about him um, him roofing them. Oh, you yes, know, I did, and, I did and, hear about and that. CeeLo Green them, style. You know, like, yeah, like giving them, yeah, like giving them drugs and so on and so on. That's when it becomes an issue, you know. Um do I do I do I believe it? I don't know. Yes, I do believe it. I'm yeah, gonna say too. I don't know. I do I, believe it. I believe it too. I do believe I I do believe it, unfortunately. You know, because this is this this is what happens. You know? Um uh but yeah, it's unfortunate, but I mean I've I've been hearing this about them for like the longest now, for years, 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 years. You know, how they got down. Yeah, maybe not, and for me, not as long. I think I've, I've just caught, again, I've, I always catch them in some racketeering story, but this one's new for me. I knew that they, I knew that they had three sons, but I didn't know that it, it was illegal, the, what they were doing. And then on top of that, uh, what was I about to say? Uh, actually, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say, but T.I., yo, come on, man, get your act together, bro. Otherwise, you're going down. You're going to jail, bro. You already got away with the gun charges last time. Actually, no, you didn't. You went to jail for that. I forgot about that. You went to jail for that. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Keep that booty all tight, T.I., man. You don't need all that, man. You don't need all that. You got a great podcast. The, Say it again. At the same time, it's like, at the same time, it's like, you know, you have these girls, they look at the superstar, right? So, um, 
are they really doing it for clout? You know, is I'm it really sure. true? Were they really down to do it? You know, I'm sure some of them were like, yeah, I'll take the molly with you, and boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Well, I'm also so, thinking about that's that's what reminded me. The small Smallville actually got caught with that too. There was a person on the cast that was uh, was tricking people out on the show. So yeah, no, it, it's it's uh, it's finally getting exposed. Finally getting exposed. Gishon Maxwell, uh, Gary Epstein. It's finally all those all those little sex rings are getting exposed. Finally, it's not just Woody Allen and uh, fucking Roman Polanski. Uh, are you familiar with Party Next Door? Yes. Nice. The producer of Drake yes. and uh, and Rihanna. He's got a new album called mm-hmm. Colors. Fix Yourself is the new single by JPEG Mafia. He's a very aggressive rapper. Don't Judge Me is the new single by FKA Twigs and Hetty One and Fred again. Love FKA Twigs. Uh, Good Vibes is the new song, uh, Za. Uh, by Wale, he says uh, without in, without the chorus. It's pretty cool. It's a good song. System of the Down. They've been gone for a long time, and they have a new video out called Genocidal Humanoids. Anything uh, to your fancy? Is there some new music out there that we should be listening to, Izzy? No, I mean I, I don't. You know, I don't listen to too much music the way I used to. Um, I think this generation of music is just kind of not my style. Um, I do, you know, I I still listen to a lot of old school hip hop. Um, As now I I listen to, you know, one of the newest artists. I mean, he's not so new, but new, but like Drake, you know, like I still, I mean, he still catches my attention with music, Um, but I'm more of like the locks, Nuri, Capone, CNN, CNN. Yeah, you know, like I still listen to that, you know, um, but I remember, just like, I remember when you were in the music right now. And used to play music. It was great. Always a great 90s mix. Yeah. You know, oh, St. John's. You know St. Yes. John's? He's from I Brooklyn. went to his concert. Yes, oh, I went to his concert dope. recently. He was great at Webster Hall. He was fantastic. Yeah, he's dope. I like him. I Good. like his music. His music nice. is dope. Um, dope. Yeah, I like his music. But there's there's not, I mean, The weekend. Oh, I like The weekend. You know, That's pretty new. I listen to, but there's not... The weekend, um, uh, NBA Young Boy. <laughs> I forgot what song that he has. Uh, one song that I like, nice. other than that, I can't. I can't get into like the whole that whole that whole thing. All good, no worries. Let's get into the intelligence and film. Help me, fucking right in the pussy. What the fuck did I watch? Oh, another death. Last week we had Larry King. This week we have Cecily Tyson, the freaking movie titan. She's amazing. She's been in so much TV and film. As a matter of fact, uh, she's Lenny Kravitz's godmother as well. One of the best things about her is that she was one of the people during the early times of film where there was only very, very few black women on screen. She refused to play maids. She refused to play slaves. She yep. refused to play anything that demeaned the black image. And you have to give her a lot of credit for that. She lived for a very long time. I think she yep. was 94, 96, one of those. 96. Oh, right? good for 96. her. And she was gorgeous. Just a freaking, yeah, like I said, tight yep. industry. And I'm so happy you have something to contribute to that. Tell us what do you feel about that, Cecily. Man, she was a trailblazer. Hell yeah. You know? Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I, I just, I know her from like movies and 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 just like, but now due to her death is um, uh, is what is where I'm starting to see like how the amount of respect that people had for her, 
you know, um, but yeah, she was a trailblazer in the industry. She opened up that door and boom. That's right. Uh, her 1974 uh, television film, telefilm, the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. That's one of her most famous works. And she also got a Tony Award. She was very great on the stage. In 2013, she got a, a uh, she got a Tony for the trip to Bountiful. So let's get to uh, Sylvie's song. That is with Tessa Thompson. And like I said, Nandi Asamoa. And he is, I believe, Nigerian, and he is also a pro football player. He used to be on the uh, Oakland Raiders, and uh, as a matter of fact, he signed a really big deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. It didn't do that well, but he was very, very good. And then he got into acting right after he retired, and he was like a PA. He worked his way up, too. Like, he did little shorts. He did all types of things. And now he has a chance to produce a film for Amazon Prime. And uh, it's not his debut, but it's like his film debut, like his first feature uh, feature. And it's very good. And I really like it. One of the people, Roger uh, Page, is uh, from Bridgerton. He's on it as well. He plays a Cuban guy. It's just a really well-done film. It's about uh, this woman that works at a record store. She meets this jazz musician. She actually likes him better than his fiance. She has, like, this affair, and a bunch of things happen. And so she can't really separate her love, like, what she loves in life, and what she is supposed to love. That's what, that's like kind of what the synopsis is. But there's a lot of really cool things that happen and there's a, a really great cast and great soundtrack. Have you seen this movie yet? Mm-mm. <laughs> All good. Yeah. No, it's, it's really good. It's really good. You'd enjoy it. Uh, are you a Denzel fan? You know, I'm not, I'm not a, a movie fan overall. So you don't listen like, to music anymore. It. You don't watch movies anymore. I don't, I don't you watch just, too much you movies. You just stitch clothes every day. Is all I, you doing? I, I, I just, I just, yeah, literally, yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm stitching clothes every single day. You know, I watch a lot of like all biographies. Um, oh, I should have like, told me yeah, that. I would have watched the Tiger Woods one. That was a good one. I didn't get to watch the full one of that one. It was a Tiger Woods documentary that was supposed to be really good. What kind of documentaries do you watch? Although I do, I, I do, I do respect Denzel Washington. I've seen films of his. You know, I think he is a great actor. Great. You know, but I don't. I he mean, a few Academy you Awards. No, no big deal. Have, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> so the no, world... but it's funny. It's funny you bring that up because a friend of mine just mentioned. Uh, a friend of mine just mentioned the movie to me today. Oh, Littlest Things. Yeah, it just so debuted yesterday. Uh, it just debuted yeah. on the 29th, actually. Yeah. So Denzel Washington, he's a two-time Academy Award winner. Uh, he's also been nominated as a director for uh, Fences. He uh, he co-starred with Rami Malek, and it is about this former cop that goes crazy over a case. And he sees a younger version of himself, and then he joins the case of that one. They, they interlock the cases together. And he basically tries to save him from putting his career the way that he did, trying to obsess about the case and ruining his life and putting the case above his life He's trying to have this, like, protege not do the same thing. It's not really his protege. It's just someone that got – so Rami Malik is great in it. Jared Leto is, quote, unquote, the killer. You don't know if he kills somebody or not. You uh, Like I said, you, you'll have to find that out by watching it. Jared Leto is great, by the way. There's a lot of people who love and hate him. I actually enjoy him. I actually think he's a great actor. So your friend recommended that. I hope you get into that one day. Palmer, um, Apple TV has a very limited selection, but they have a very good selection. And Justin Timberlake produced a new movie, and it is called, like I said, Palmer. His, his name is Palmer. That's the uh, the Eddie Palmer. 
Okay. And he um, is released from jail, and he goes to stay with his grandmother, and it's in a trailer park. Uh, he bangs his girl, and the girl leaves her son with him. And uh, you can call him your son if you want, but he is very, very non-binary. He uh, he's basically cross uh, trans uh, gender. It's a little boy that is. Uh, tra- oh wow! I wouldn't even call it transitioning. Like he's very feminine, very feminine. Loves just, to wear okay. Yeah, loves to wear princess outfit. So it's a really cool dynamic because this guy came out from jail and he's like all like wow. machismo and masculine. And so uh, now he has to deal with this kid because this kid was left behind. And whatever, I'll spoil this. The grandmother dies, so now he's left all alone. With wow, the kid. this sounds cool. So now he's left all alone with the kid, and so yeah, again, a dude fresh out of jail has to now raise a transgender child, a non-binary spectrum child. It's very good, actually. I really enjoyed it. The kid wow. was the great that actor. Sounds good. It sounds yeah. interesting. Good. It sounds you interesting. Should, you should definitely check it out. That is on Apple TV Plus. And let's get into an article real quick. Since you're, well, you claim that you like conspiracy theories. Do you think Hollywood should be open right now? I have a lot of friends that are very upset about that, even though they love watching entertainment. I love, uh, they're hilarious. They complain on Twitter. Why is Hollywood open? Why is Hollywood open? And then, or, or, but then they'll they'll like tweet about the NBA. They're like, yay, yay, the NBA is on, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. And I'm like, and so we discussed yeah, this no. during the pre-meeting. I don't think America could live without entertainment. That's why I feel like they're essential. No, absolutely. I think Hollywood should be open. Okay. And why? You know, why? It, it was up to me. I mean, uh, one, one of the reasons is you're right. No one can't live without entertainment. If Hollywood... Hollywood shuts down, then everything else should shut down, right? No, Hollywood should definitely be open. I mean, people, you know, I, I just people have to continue with their lives. We want to see things, we want to do things. Well, I know what I meant. No, but, was, yeah, should be open over other businesses. There's a lot of so, like right now, Tom Cruise is filming in Italy. And oh, hot spots, and there's a lot of like my, me right now. I'm locked out. I can't. I, I can't like. There's nowhere for me to work and shit like that, and a lot of businesses near me are locked down. So, should I be jealous over that? That's what my that's what my question is. Should I be jealous that the health that okay. the movie industry is working no, think, and I'm not? Yes, I think. Damn, that's. I mean, Hollywood is such. It's just such a bigger power, right? Um, I don't think it's fair that they're open. And these small businesses are not open. Okay. I don't think that's fair. You know, but there's such a huge power that people probably don't even care. You know, and it's like, yes. Right? Because it's interesting because you don't see anyone's, like, I, I haven't heard anyone say, oh, how come Hollywood's open? You know, but this poor mom and pop shop is closed. You know, yeah. but yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. But if they're open, then they're open. <laughs> <laughs> True, I get you. Yeah, no, because you essentially want things open. Uh, I think that uh, they should be open. I think that Hollywood, and even opposed to small businesses, because I don't think small businesses can contribute as much as an entertainment film can. Now, imagine being in this pandemic where you're all locked down or whatever state locks you down. And then on top of that, you have no entertainment. You have no new movies. You have no new television shows. Imagine that kind of life. That would really, really suck being in a pandemic and not to be entertained. 
like I said, during the Depression, you had uh, Charlie Chaplin. There's just people love to escape the um that that great movie, that Italian movie, um, Life is Beautiful, where he um where they were going through World War II, and he was uh, painting a beautiful picture, a beautiful story to his son to make him realize that there like all the atrocities that were going on. So. When these tough times go on, no matter what, where you think they derive from, no matter like you know who you think is responsible for, uh, people need to be entertained. And when we're in good times, I get why people think it's a frivolous thing. But during times like this, like I said, man, people would there's people committing suicide, man, out of boredom and, and complacency and and not right. feeling yeah, fulfilled in the world. And so, like I said, man, I don't want them to like you know be obsessed or uh, addicted to the boob tube. But it's much better than fucking right. like thinking about like you know twiddling their thumbs and like ne- working about their next move that might even come like a year from now. So that's why I think they're essential. I think that like um, people, people just can't live without entertainment. That's why they get paid so much. That's why Denzel Washington gets paid like almost fifty million a, a film. He he got his quota for this. Uh, Warner Media tried to release all the films without like you know compensating everybody, and Denzel said hell no, and he got his compensation. He got close to fifty million for that freaking little uh, things movie. Uh, yeah, no, you made you made a great point. Plus, with the uh, so when people point. and also people ask about like Costco and like Target and like Walmart, why are they open? Because the from what I read is because and over small businesses, like I said, those places have pharmacies, those places even guns. You know what I'm saying? Even like if you were like if you those are real essential places. Like a small business, I know this is off the top of my head. Uh, selling skates, selling lingerie, selling like you know what I'm saying. Like these are nice. Don't get me wrong, and it puts money into that person's pocket, which is essential. Don't get me wrong, but it's not essential to the community, and it's not essential. And it's like if the president, I forgot what the act is called, where they like call on a business and they they take a private business and they like um, they turn it public so they can so they can produce for like wartime or like during pandemics or something. I think, I think it's called like the Arnold Act or something like that, or the um, the damn it, I was called the Bundy. I forgot what it was called, but um, yeah. So mom and pop couldn't do that. Like the lingerie store, like we went to war, and, and the president was like, "This, hey, hey, lingerie stores, we need you to produce for this fucking war. What you got for us? <laughs> bras and panties. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my thing. And, bras and panties. Right, exactly. And so don't don't be wrong. I don't want anybody to go broke. I don't want anybody to commit suicide. I don't want anybody. This sucks. This all sucks. There's no. Whether you lock down, whether you don't lock down, it, it just sucks. It's just terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally see your perspective. I totally see your perspective. I see where you're coming from because you're right. Some people, some people don't know how to entertain themselves. You know that this is what they need. They need that entertainment to feel, you know, to feel something, to feel like everything is okay, to feel like, mm-hmm. okay, there's still some sort of life. But I, I mean, I, like I said, like, I think it's unfair, but it is what it is. I mean, Hollywood is such a big powerhouse, you know, like it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, but I'm, I, I guess, cause I have, I, you know, it's surprising. Like my business has been doing amazingly well since COVID. Love it. Um, and within like, yeah, within like, yeah, within like five years, um, that five years that I had a company, I, I can say this is the 
first year that I'm last last year, but this year, like I actually seen a huge increase in sales. Oh, All right, oh, so Love it. I'm thinking like, damn, the the amount of work and effort I put into this, right? Because it takes a it takes a long time. It takes it takes your tears, it takes your blood, it takes your emotions, it takes everything from you. And you have to be ready you know, for so situations you see, you like this. this. You have to be yeah, ready for but the thing is that, to be honest, honestly, no one is, right? It's one of those situations where you're just thinking. And, you like, every day with me, I'm thinking about something else, thinking about something else, thinking about something else. You know, so then to see these, like, small mom and pop shops, like, yes, they may not be essential to, like, the bigger, the masses, you know, um, but they're still essential to, like, certain people, you know. And, and just to see, like, something build and crumble, it's horrible. It's sad. Um, um, uh, also because of, yes, like I said, COVID does exist, but I don't believe is that horrible as people are making it seem like it is, you know? Um, so yeah, but it is what it is. Hollywood's open and yeah, I think it should, it should still stay open, but I do think it's unfair, but I do think it still should stay open. All good. All good. The show. <laughs> if that makes <laughs> Whatever the show must go on, the show must go on. Like yeah, the show must go on. Exactly, it's unfortunate, but the show must go on. You know what I'm saying? It's an unfortunate situation, but the show must go on. You that's it. Fucking. I'm gonna make love to you, woman. What the fuck did I say? That's right. And what did Izzy say? He's here. He's here. This is the best part of the show. This is where we get to talk about the brand. We talked about it a little bit here and there on the segment, but right now. This is where we get to ask the big and bold questions of Boys of New York, Isidori Francisco. What, yes. how uh, How did this come to be? When did you decide that you wanted, was there another uh, name for the company before? Tell me, tell me how the concept yeah, the name, of New York came the, to be. The, the name to my original company was Isidoro Francisco. Right. It was my name. And I remember sitting in my apartment and, and, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I was sitting in my apartment and I was sketching and, um, I was like, damn, like, I'm actually, I'm actually doing this. You know, this was, this was probably like, tw- this was late 2014, late 2015, because prior to this, I had a women's wear brand, um, that I launched in 2012. And, um, and by 2014, I lost everything, um, you know, I lost everything. Uh, you know, I got stuck with like 500 pieces of merchandise, you know, in my small little apartment. You know, I went through like a little depression because I was like, fuck, what do I do now? Like all, all my wholesale accounts, they all shut down. No one was paying me the money. They couldn't even afford to pay their own rent. You know, so I'm like, damn, here I am stuck with like 500 pieces. I don't even know where to go. So I fell into like this depression. And then uh, late 2014, early 2015, I remember speaking to Tina. Yeah, 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 I love, I love, yeah, she's on the West Coast right yeah, now. Yeah, Tina, Tina. Shout out yeah, to yeah, Tina. Yeah, yeah, Tina. So I remember Tina, yo. Shout out to I Tina. Talked her, so I, I remember talked her on IG. Tina. I know, I talked, her, I talked to her a bunch on IG, man. She's great, man. She's always great to talk to. You guys are always great to talk to. I love you. Yeah, yeah. I still keep, I, I still keep in contact with her. We, we talk like once, twice a week. Good. Um, uh, so so I, 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 I remember Tina saying to me, you know, you need to do menswear and 
watch what's going to happen. It's going to become unisex. So I did menswear. I called Isidore Francisco. I got my homie who's a photographer. We, you know, we shot. I joined Instagram 2015, posted some images. I saw how the brand was just like increasing every year. Um, by, uh, and, and I just remember sitting like, damn, I'm really doing this. Like I'm hustling out here. You know, I'm, I'm finally trying to get myself together. You know, I want my crew. I want my homies to do well, you know. And um, I created these jackets called Boys of New York, and I saw the impact that Boys of New York had varsity, on people. The varsity jackets, those are really- yeah, the varsity jackets. I love it. You know, I did a trade show. I did one trade show in New York. You know, the hype behind Boys of New York was dope. Then I did it. Someone told me to do it in Vegas. I had no fucking money. I is put that, everything on my credit card. It was like a ten thousand dollars. Is that still considered huh? your flagship? Is that still considered your flagship product? The uh, the varsity jacket. Varsity jacket? Yeah, it is. Um, now, you know, now that I'm, my staple pieces are actually now considered my flagship products, uh, um, you know, because I haven't, I haven't really created any jackets uh, in about a year or two, mm-hmm. um, but I'm working on some new ones now. Um, you know, I just recently, I just recently switched everything over to Boys of New York. Although I was using the name for a while, it wasn't trademarked to recently. Um, and I decided to get rid of the Isidore Francisco and keep the boys of New York because it has so much, it has a bigger impact. Um, and everyone from everywhere is a boys of New York. You know, it's just the whole mentality of just like hustling and, and fucking really just like grinding, you know, to get to where you want to be at, you know, whatever, whatever your motivation is, you know, whether you want to be a hustler selling drugs in the corner, then, Hey, if that's what you want to be, go for it, you know, but do it right. Coke you know Boys I mean? of New York, um, I like that. Coke um, but yes, the Dope Boys of New York, Coke Boys of New York, Mac and Cheese of New York. But dude, it's so crazy because I went into this company with one direction, mm-hmm. and it went so many different directions. You know, and my wholesale accounts used to always be like, "Hey, you need to make more staple pieces as Boys of New York because." People just don't want to pay two ninety five for this jacket, and people want to. It became like the new "I Love New York." You know, people started buying it as gifts to take back home. Because one, my, uh, like the majority of the people that were buying boys in New York were all international. It wasn't even domestic; it was all international. It wasn't up until like last year that I saw, uh, and I guess because of COVID, that I saw a huge increase in like my my domestic customers. And my international customer sales went down mm-hmm. um, because of COVID. Um, but now it's starting to pick up again. Um, but, yeah, the, the brand now is Boys of New York. And I'm trying to do, um, I'm trying to do like, a lot of nonprofit work with the brand. You know, ideally, that's the direction that I want to take it. Um, and I'm of, trying to build kind of another team. What kind of philanthropy are you trying to get into? So, I, I, I mean, I... I thought it made sense to work with um homeless kids okay gotcha you know i would love to start there any type Um, of demographic or general population i'm going to say a, a general homeless population okay you know because that's just the type of person i am that i always just want to help I always just want to help people. I always just want to help everyone. You know, I took a few people under my wing um, where I actually moved them into my home. Um, uh, and it wasn't 
it started off well, but it didn't end well. Um, because, you know, there's like a lot of emotions evolved and these are just kids, kids, yeah. you know, and they're going to act like kids. Um, uh, but yeah, so Boys of New York is the brand. Um, and it's interesting to see the direction in which it's going. And it's inter- interesting to see like who's wearing it, you know, cause now it's like my sales are, uh, 50% women and 50% men. Nice. And then uh, I'm launching the girls of New York. Because you still have some girls who just want the girls of New York. And I saw those. Those were limited samples, and now you're going to make a line out of that. That's great. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, I mean, I want to do the girls of New York. I'm doing Brooklyn. I mean, Boys of Brooklyn, Girls of Brooklyn. Because it's interesting. Yeah, like the Brooklyn stores, they're they're saying, hey, but we're we're Brooklyn. And I'm just like, yeah, but you're in New York. You know? Um, Some girls get more love, man. Some girls get more love. Right. Right, right. So it's a one-man team right now. So I'm just trying. I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to put my main focus right now on Boys of New York and then go from there. What was the inspiration behind Titties of New York? Oh, a friend of mine, Hua. Um, she's <laughs> out in Seattle. Hua, you know Hua. Yeah, yes, I, you know do. I know. I know. I do right. know why. You yeah, know what? You know I, do, I do that okay, with this well, type of style. Go titties. <laughs> you know what? That's awesome. That's All right. So, Hua. Um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hua, uh, she's in Seattle now. Uh, she ended up moving uh, back home, um, mm-hmm. I believe, a year and a half ago or two years ago. Um, her brother was murdered. And, um, she went through her, yeah, she went, she went through like her own depression and she started looking at life as like a cancer. Right. Um, and she decided to like write, write a book, you know, she decided to, she decided to like put her talent to use and, and sketch then and write books and, um, which they're really awesome. Um, and then sure. my mom in 2017, was it 2017? No. Yeah. 20, 20, 20, not 20, like 2010, 29, uh, uh, 20, like in 2010, she, she had breast cancer. Right. So, um, the first thing in my mind was just like death, like, Oh my gosh, she's going to die. Cause I didn't, I, I, you know, immediately just associated cancer with death. Um, so why not? I, you know, we got together and we did cities of New York to, um, and we donated a portion, uh, for cancer. And, um, it was, it was a really dope, fun event, you know, like the whole thing was just pretty dope. Nice. I got you. That came out. I know, man. I know. I I, how did I miss out on that, man? I got to get my hands on the cities of New York for sure. And I got to get my hands on this sweater, this, uh, color black sweater tee. I love it. Totally my style, the gray, uh, the, the two tones of gray. Fucking dope. Yeah. Your line is amazing. Dope. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, man. So you have the, uh, the women's awesome. line, the, the girls of New York coming soon. You have other you have other philanthropic opportunities coming about. What else is on the horizon? Um everything everything I just I just wanna I just wanna take over everything, dude. I just want I wanna see boys of New York everywhere. I want to see boys of New York everywhere, you know, but I want to do it. Anything, anything I do, any move I make, um, there needs to be a purpose Mm -hmm. and there needs to be a good cause behind it. 
um, you know, because there's no point of me having something and not being able and not being able and not giving back, you know, to, mm -hmm. to like, to like the community, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot that I want to do. I just, I'm just taking it day by day and step by step because man, like I told you, it's a, it's a one man team. Um, even though people think that, you know, I have, I have, uh, a team of people working, uh, for example, the the 25 days of Christmas that I yes. did on yes. my Instagram, dope. Uh, you know, I I I I I I brought that idea to Tina, and I said, Tina, you know, I want to do 20. This was this was the last day of November, the last day of November, and I said, Tina, I want to do 25 days of Christmas, and she was like, Do it, do it, do it, you know, and I was not prepared for it, right? So, because um, Tina. You know, I, I, I go to Tina for a lot for advice because she's very corporate minded. You yes. know, she's extremely corporate minded. And I'm very just like, like my mind is just like, I, I tend to think with my emotions sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. And but what's great is like a lot of artists do, a lot of creatives do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with the business, I was able to now um, separate the two from each other. Um, so. So I'm like, so I was like, all right, Tina, I'm gonna do the 25 days of Christmas, right? Um, uh, by the fourth day, dude, I was like out of ideas because I did, I, I didn't plan it, right? No, but it forced me. <laughs> it's too many days. I, I didn't plan it. It was like the last day. By the fourth day, I was like, well, fuck, I can't do like the first week of Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like now I gotta keep going because I know people are watching. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. I kept going, and every single day, bro, like, I was just up thinking of ideas, of ideas, Good. of ideas, Good of ideas. I didn't want to repeat anything. Glad you didn't give up. Yeah, man, and it was great. I, I pulled through, you know, momentum. There was so much momentum uh, for the brand. You, you know, I was not prepared for all these sales that within just, like, a week of, of doing the 25th of Christmas. But forget it. Once I hit, once it got in the New York Post, the sales went, you know, and it was, like, 40, 45 sales. Um, and I was like, whoa, how am I going to get this all out before Christmas Eve? Nah. You know? Um, um, but that that was interesting because people thought I, I had someone do that for me. And I was like, no, it's just me. You know, like, last year, I was literally – not not 2019, but 2018. I was no no. What we, we are we in 2021? Not 2020, but 2019. I was literally going to people's home and delivering their their order. Um, Great customer service. People saw I was yeah yeah dude bro it was amazing. I sat there and drank with some of my customers. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But this is from like Soho into the Bronx. I was traveling from Soho to the Bronx, just like delivering items. You know, making sure that everyone got their merchandise before Christmas Eve. True. And and it was funny because at first people thought I was just like the messenger, and I was like and I was like fuck it, let me just sell them. I was like no, I'm the designer. You know, and they're like oh shit, like come in and we're just sitting there having drinks. And I'm like damn, best way to do market research oh real you know it was awesome great ux design all awesome. that then no man you're a hustler and i am not surprised your brand is launching off the way that it should be my lights are starting to go out so that's cool we got to get out of here thank you so much for being on the show izzy is there anything else that you want to talk about man before we get out of here no nah, no nah, i'm good 
but I appreciate it. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Of course. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And like I said, man, I've been slacking. I got to get some clothes from you, man. I got to, even though I'm not going anywhere, but I, you know what? When I, when I do make my little birthday trip, I'm going to wear that shirt. That like this. Shirt. Yep. yep. I know it's not, it's not that, right? I told you it's my style, man. It's totally my right. style. Told you, man. And, and I do, like I said, I used to follow the IF brand and now you've transitioned to Boys of New York and it's totally more my style. I totally agree with everything you said with the aesthetics and uh, just the way that it's, it's taken off. I'm just very proud of you, man. And shout out to Wah. We should shout out to Wade. Shout out to Tina. I'm a big fan of them too. Shout out to you and yep. Kim that made this possible as well. Um, I guess like you're not yeah, an apprentice, yeah. but you used to work together and, uh, man. I, to be honest, man, I Thank like you, your man. brand a lot better. <laughs> Don't tell her that. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Don't tell her that. But anyway. Thank you, bro. Uh, so where can they find you, Izzy? And where do they? Where do you want them to find you? Where do they want the conspiracy theory? Uh, where do you want the boogaloo to find you? <laughs> find me right here in the seat. No, uh, you can uh, check out the website, www.boysofnewyork.com. And boys is B-O-Y-S. Um, and New York is spelled out. Or at boys of dot New York. Um, someone took the name Boys of New York, so I had to put a little dot in between. Is it a cool uh, site at least? New York. Is it at least a cool site, or is there? Are they, huh? just lame? Are they lame, or is it a cool site? Well, like, well no. Well, the, the website. So I had to buy my website back, right? So I got the Boys of New York dot com. But the Instagram page is boys of dot New York mm-hmm. because um apparently someone took boys of New York um but I can't it doesn't show up so I have to do a little dot in there yeah. but it's there everybody loves it's keep there. up also mine is uh keep up NYC on Instagram keep up shut up on Facebook you can catch me still insane anywhere you type that in we're on Spotify we're on Google Podcasts we're on iHeartRadio stillinsane.com all that good stuff we have the YouTube version that comes out the next day we try to bring out the audio on Monday and we try to bring out the video version and you'll get to see Izzy's face you'll get to see the CEO president chairman of Boys of New York like I said go get that varsity jacket go to boysofnewyork.com go to boys.newyork boysof.newyork on Instagram, you can buy clothes from yeah. there, too. Instagram shopping exactly. is cool. It's very easy. And, uh, yeah, man, keep grinding with this, man. Keep getting on this journey. Keep doing it. Go buy the women's Thank clothing. You, Same to you. Find out who he's giving back to the community. He's a great person to follow. He's very interesting. He's very funny, too. And, uh, like I said, I always appreciate your love for little Kim. Thank you, bro. <laughs> here we go. Let's get the fuck out of here. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. With my man, Boys of New York, Incendiary Francisco, and Still Insane. Over and out, homies. Oh,